stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked with Amy Hoy of Venture CPA for ongoing important tax discussion and recommendations. And often when we're chatting with those strategic critical partners for your business, it lends to a discussion on diagnosing and delegating. I know, your favorite subject. At least in the beginning, and sometimes a lot longer, entrepreneurs want their hand in everything. They want to do it all themselves, whether it be for financial savings, figuring it's less expensive to do it themselves, or ego, only they can do it as good as they do it, or pride, no one does it the way I do it and my way is right, or perhaps satisfaction, it's what I love doing, right? Of course, in the beginning, often we are doing a whole lot single-handedly. However, there does come a point in your business in which you have to take a step back and diagnose what you need to do now, what needs delegating, deleting, delaying, or actual doing. And delegating seems to be the tougher act to diagnose what needs to be delegated and then actually making that happen. There are so many plates spinning, and I can tell you that this is one To a certain degree, I still struggle with. I've certainly progressed with delegating bookkeeping, and if you listened to Amy's chat with us last week, she mentions that doing your own bookkeeping certainly isn't a bad thing, provided you know what you're doing and you actually enjoy that. I certainly do not, (laughs) but I would also say that there is value in doing your own bookkeeping in the beginning of your business, so you know better what to ask a a prospective bookkeeper, and it also gives you a good lens into your business. With all that said, there is a point in your business that bookkeeping, for example, is not in your best interest to spend time on. It's usually after you've got your business model or foundation in good shape, you've defined profitability, and you're spending more time in the marketing and delivering your product or services. Spending that precious time where you can be growing your business on bookkeeping, for example, is not in the best interest of the business. It's time to hire outside, whether that's a CPA slash bookkeeper, or depending on the size and scope of your business, perhaps it's a fractional controller or CFO, or a full-time controller or CFO, or maybe it's a more comprehensive service provider like a PEO, a professional employer organization. So you've got to diagnose what you are spending your time on that is truly harming the business at this point not helping. And often bookkeeping can be one such item. Now, diagnosing what you're spending your time on can be difficult because one, we really want to think that all the activities that we are doing are critical and only something we can do. So think about a typical day or even a week in your business. Can you with certainty quantify what and where you spent your time on? Most cannot, not because they're not organized or disciplined, more so because they're doing so much. A great tool that I recommend to many of my clients is a simple tracking tool. I have one that I give my clients, but this isn't necessarily rocket science. For one month, track what you do down to 15 minute increments. If you feel you can't do it for a month, at least a minimum of one solid week. If you do this in a spreadsheet like Excel, 
you'll find that you can sort that better at the end of the time frame. And if you're diligent on tracking your time and activities, it becomes very clear on what activities can be outsourced, delegated, deleted, delayed, and what needs to remain actionable, the doing. This is a very simple way to look at what you're doing in your business, diagnose with a critical eye, so you can continue to grow your business without getting distracted with having your hands in everything all the time. And this is a component that you'll gain when coming to the Entrepreneur Summit this year. It's October 21st, 2021, and it's live in person. You'll get to hobnob with thought leaders and innovators in their industry, generating business viability, exposure, and profits. So who's coming to this shindig? Well, innovators, business owners, entrepreneurs, business leaders, business developers, and anyone who operates in the business development community who wants to grow a business. Who's not coming is anyone that's not willing to innovate and implement new ideas because there are certainly going to be many there. Anyone not open to making change and anyone who believes they already know it all. And certainly who's not coming are naysayers and the party poopers. (laughs) So if you or anyone in your circles want to grow, succeed, and scale a business, send them to the Entrepreneur Summit. Early bird specials continue through the end of September, and I can't wait to see you there. Of course, all of this is in the show notes for your convenience. I thank you for joining me. I'm Sheila T, and until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.